Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How would you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset, and that's when you can reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. Look, it's summertime. Transfer window is coming up. It's gonna get crazy. So if you ever just wanna, again, take a step back and relax, read the transfer rounds, read the gossip rumors, grab a Coors Light. It'll be perfect companion for all those transfer merry-go-rounds. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when the beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Now that it's finally hot in Minnesota, I'm going to be looking for an easy beer to drink, and Coors Light is perfect for that. It's lagered, it's cold filtered, and it's cold packaged. It's, again, made to chill. It's crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies perfect for a moment to unwind and so when you want to hit reset reach for the beer that's made to chill get coors light in the new look delivered straight to your door with drizzly or instacart coors brewing company golden colorado and as always celebrate all right so you're listening to this podcast right now london is blue and guess what we host our podcast on anchor.fm that's right if you're looking to host your own podcast this is the easiest free way to get started. This has got a content creation tool allows you to record and the podcast right from a phone. That's right. Don't even need a computer, but you can do it there too. They'll also help you distribute it, which is probably the most challenging part. You don't want to have to mess with that. They got you covered. You can get it right on a Spotify and Apple podcast as well as any other place podcasts are found. And you know what? You can monetize it too. Make a little cash for sharing your great content with the world. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one individual place. So you know what? Head over to your app store, download the Anchor app, or head to anchor.fm to get started if you're ready to launch your podcast and make it happen. Hi, thanks for calling the London is Blue podcast. We're out of the country right now visiting our friends in London over at Fulham SW6 at Stamford Bridge. If you want, you can leave a message after the beep. Come on, you blues. This is William. You listen to London is Blue. Welcome back, Chelsea fans, to another episode of the London is Blue podcast, your home for all things Chelsea FC. Nick, Dan, and I cover all of Chelsea's latest matches, team news, and even throw you some exclusive interviews. Thank you for being an awesome listener, and with no further delay, let's jump right in. Welcome back, Chelsea fans, to a very special episode of... The London's Blue Podcast. Uh, here we are, the final seating in the living room in London. Uh, the four of us together for the last time this trip ever. Ever. I'm not here to. I'm not here to do that to to our, our large community of listeners we've gathered over these years. Nick, you just quit so easily on them. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely my mo. <laughs> um. Anyways, we are here to actually. Wrap up the trip. We have a lot of things we're going to talk about. We have a lot of people, more than anything, that we want to thank and share the love with. Uh, and obviously, Nick, there's only one place to start when it talks uh, when we talk about our trips to London, and that's with XL Tours. Correct. Um, as you've heard us say on, on numerous shows, they've been incredible uh, to work with. Uh, Charlotte and Chris and the entire team over there have really done a great job of taking care of us and, you know, making sure that not only um, 
that you know we have things like match tickets and hotel accommodations and all that kind of stuff but uh, for those who are traveling over for the first time, that they have a really special experience and uh, that there are extra fun things to do. And so we just want to say thank you for everything. Uh, this was an exceptionally long trip for us. It's the longest one we've done so far. And uh, and I feel like it went really smooth. So Excel uh, Tours, if you have any needs for a, a sports experience trip, they are your, your people. They are our people and they can be your people too. Uh, just let us know. We'll get you in touch with them. But anyways, uh, this trip truly was amazing. We had over 30 people in our group, and they were all amazing. Thank you. Thank you. He's thank you. for an audible thank you. All right. We got a, a thank you from the group. What, do we need to be a barbershop quartet? Thank no. You. Thank you. Thank you. I refuse. <laughs> um, Come on. Again, all... <laughs> We, we had so much Sausage. fun because of the people, right? Like, our trips will always have an element of surprise when we get here because a lot of people we don't know. For this many people, it was it was so much fun. So, Mike, uh, would you do the honor of running through and just giving a quick shout-out to all the people on the trip that came with us because they deserve it. Oh, for sure. So, shout-out to Caleb and Kendra, our good buddies Eric and Raymond, uh, Ryan and Lauren, the Beal family, the Feinstein family, Amber, Peter, Arturo and Jacqueline, William and Andrew, John and Philip, Joe and Aaron. And finally, uh, we brought two significant others on our trips. So a shout out to the one and only Morgan, <laughs> Smorgs22. Smorgs22. <laughs> wow, you just blew up her Instagram handle. And, and, and Terry, Terry the Great. She's going to have tens more followers after this. <laughs> yeah, both, both Dan and Brandon will have a lot to do to make it up to them Dan. for having spent so much time with Nick and myself. <laughs> Dan... You know, I think we can all say that Terry just truly enjoyed all of my jokes. Uh, and I think it's been a real blessing for her. The amount of frequent flyer miles that those eye rolls have earned her is going to pay for our next couple trips over here. And then the, the problem is Morgan counterbalancing that with literally gut-busting laughter every yeah. time you said something dumb. Didn't help. Yeah. Every time it. I said something dumb, you mean enlighten the group. Yeah, my bad. Provided, provided humor and joy, as I've been mm-hmm. known to do. I light up a room, folks. I would actually say Nick was very much on his game this trip and was mm. very humorous throughout the vast majority of it. I mean, all I have to say is get shorter, bro. And if you weren't here, you don't know. So maybe next time. Uh, Nick, outside of XL Tours Group, we had <coughs> made so many new friends, uh, cemented deeper friendships with a lot of people. And then there's those people have to make time for us, right? Like, we're coming over here. We are invading. asking to meet up. We're right. Invading their time. Coming space. in hot. Uh, anyways, we, we have another group of people we'd like to give a shout out to that did make time for us. Yeah. And, and these are folks who, you know, uh, you know we, we've known or, you know, we're just happy, just happen to be over here at the same time. Uh, so first off, being Mike Ryan, uh, who you've, you've heard on ESPN's uh, The Dan Lebertard Show. And he's been on a guest on our pod this year already. Met him at the Cock Tavern prior to the Southampton match. Couldn't be, boys. Yeah, couldn't have been couldn't have been cooler. I mean, genuinely a really good dude. Had a lot of fun uh, getting to meet him. Uh, Greg of, of Care for Youth, one of the admins of that account. Absolutely exceptional to meet him. Uh, Chris Maki, who does a lot of the on the ground Premier League and USA stuff uh, on Instagram. 
fantastic to get a hangout with him for a couple hours and chat it up. Uh, DPZ hey. makes the list. Hung out with us a lot. Probably uh, DPZ. For those who don't know, because they should. David Pastor, editor at D underscore PZ on on Twitter. But we ain't got no history. Yeah. Uh, so he he hung out with us probably more than he wanted to. Uh, <laughs> uh, Natalie, the KC Blues, who's one of my homies uh, from back home. Pablo and Christina, who were uh, on our trip last year, just happened to be over here at the same time. They're awesome. Uh, JL Hines, Steven Tasha from Seattle, who Mike apparently had to travel 8,000 miles to see instead of back home. <laughs> instead, instead of 40 miles. It's, it's been, I think, two years. You, you, want ra- you want a rendezvous in London? I'm in. No better place, right? There it is. Uh, Nikki from the New York Blues, who we met last night um, after the uh, FA Cup match. And then uh, Jason Ulner, who is awesome, uh, just a big fan of our show, who is over here uh, quite frequently as oh, he works and, here. Oh, uh, and it's on the list here with Brad from Reddit, who bought us a round of drinks. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The legend. Yeah. Brad. Brad. <laughs> the absolute legend, that kid. Legend. Uh, yeah. plenty of people, and yeah. amazing to get a hangout with so many good friends while we're, while we're over here. Without a doubt. Dan, we always will have a special shout-out for our England-based friends who are so kind to, again, make time for us. Uh, <laughs> they continue after now our fourth time of being here to open welcome us with open arms. Yeah, they, uh, like Sanford Church might say, we might be invading their pubs and uh, taking their locations, but uh, I don't think it could be further from the truth when you get a chance to enjoy some drinks or just some bonding time with these individuals. Uh, Chris Axon, who takes all of those wonderful photos that we kindly repost with his permission on Instagram that are quite fantastic. Obviously, Chidge, Dan Sills, Clayton Beerman, who we had a wonderful brunch with as well. Andy Saunders, the first time meeting him, the host of the Chels, Love has that. been doing that for over a decade. So it was really great, and he was exceptional in the work that he's kind of continued to do to bang the drum against anti-Semitism and kicking that type of element out of football is fantastic and great to chat with him. Uh, Rick Lanville for the the special behind the scenes tour he was able to give us uh, uh, for his upcoming exclusive. upcoming. History of Chelsea, history of Sanford Bridge, history of the club tour that he'll be doing at some point in 2019. It's the first one he's done. We were the beta test group. It was exceptional to do. I'm very excited for when everyone gets a chance to do that. Uh, Matt Law gave us a few minutes before the match on uh, on Wednesday, and that conversation was in- entirely more interesting than the entire 90 minutes of football that we got into. <laughs> um, really great to see Lee Parker again and talk to him about his, his new duties uh, with the club, what he does kind of during the match days. Uh, ben as well, one of our uh, wonderful listeners who kind of just keeps coming back time and time again. And we've enjoyed seeing him at all of our live events. Uh, Dane is one of our wonderful uh, Love Dane. Patreon Love Dane. individuals as yeah, well. Yeah, I bet you do, Mike. I, I, very much so. Uh, Dane, uh, Dane graciously gave me, let's not even say traded me. Yeah, uh, it wasn't a, a trade. A 96, 97 away kit in, in almost perfect condition for my uh, beautiful uh, U.S. Chelsea scarf. So And a couple Guinnesses. A couple Guinnesses. Yeah, so thanks, uh, um, Dane. Then we also had... Uh, Dan, Dan Levine made some time for us, too. Not as much time as we would have hoped, because uh, just obviously the schedule is going to be a little difficult. But it's great to see him well and follow up on the great work he's doing. Yannick from uh, Yannick on Chelsea. It was great to 
finally meet him too. We had this massive assembly of like all the Chelsea podcasts together, which is, continues to break this idea that we potentially fight amongst each other or have some type of rivalry. We actually enjoy each other's company. Yeah, there's probably yeah. not a better there's probably not a better community of supporters creating content for an individual club like what you see for Chelsea. And then the last one probably has to be for Nazar Kinsella, who uh, surprised us, left us hanging on DMs, thought we were ghosted. Then all of a sudden, as we're rounding out the night, magically appears, bam, ready to go. And then the festivities continued for... Six hours later, we're still watching a terrible... American football match. Terrible American football match while listening to my one of my favorite <laughs> moments of the trip. <laughs> hey... Hey, uh, a a wonderful acoustic guitar player <laughs> sing bits from the Lion King, Mike. Uh, I know that made you happy. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you're not if you're not jet lagged and dehydrated and hungover, and there's someone singing so loud, your ears and are bleeding. I just can't wait <laughs> to be king. Yes. Dude, where's where's Scott Stapp? Is That's he right. here? He's here. Is he here? Oh, Every yeah. meal somewhere. Yeah. All of these folks deserve a massive amount of credit. They're all amazing. We we always come over here. We, we try and give as much notice as we can because we want to see all of them. Uh, you guys are all what make this trip special. Not not the not the football, especially not the football we saw on Wednesday. Um, the, the community is what makes it amazing, and I yeah. think uh, all deserve a ton of credit. So just massive thanks. Here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can wait. Let's run out of breath. <laughs> we'll, Let's hey, see how hey, long we, can we will break you at some point. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. I'm not going to doubt that. Barbershop quartet. <laughs> yeah, you can stick with your trio. Um, <laughs> so... And let's not forget that this is the holidays, right? I mean, yeah. We showed up right after Christmas, and we're here through the new year. Like a belated present to our English friends. I'm sure that's how they viewed it. Absolutely. Or, or like a turd on their doorstep. <laughs> Either one. So let's go through some of the highlights. I think right at the top of our list, this is something that we look for look forward to every year is the live pod, Nick, uh, with Chelsea FanCast. It was a little bit extra special this year because uh, we got to do it at the pop-up shop for classic football shirts. We had a we had an actual venue this time. I, yeah. I, I did find it funny, though, that Andy Saunders referred to it as a lingerette when he saw the photos initially. Yeah. Like, where did you go to get it done? Well, Andy, you should have been there. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, th- this was really cool because classic football shirts, uh, basically, you know, w- once they close their store... On Saturday, and we're, we all are on like one hour of sleep, uh, so we're a little kind of out there. After five coffees in a row, we make it. Um, we had a really great show with Chidge and J.K. and uh, Silves and Clayton Beerman uh, from the Fancast. We all showed up to in, in part one, which I'm sure you've already heard, talk about some classic shirts, which I'm sure made great radio for a bunch of you who didn't see the video. Kids, 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 kids. Um, and then in part two, we got into some more supporters stuff, and I think it was a little bit heavier, but still really good conversation. Uh, this is the the venue when 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 you listen to the fan cast, for example, and I, you know, having been a part of these now, I I had a different view on it. But when you see Chidge uh, kind of in his element, uh, which is that setting in particular, it's it's fun to to be a part of that and, and watch him kind of uh, coalesce with his group and then to, to bring us into that as well. 
it's always really special. And, and for us, it's one of our favorite uh, types of shows to do because we, we get to see, you know, kind of everyone's reactions. And we had a, a group of about 20, 25 people, Mike, that were there to watch it, which is crazy. Oh, yeah, a fantastic group. And to see all those people there. And when, when you offer free beer, I mean, we had guys turning up from the street. Uh, <laughs> I could be your Chelsea fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, to, to have the people, you know, it was perfect because everyone was just right packed in right around us. You know, we're talking about the thing that makes us all a big family, and that, that's Chelsea. And, and I agree. You know, this is my first chance to be part of the live pod and, you know, to have been here last year and then come back and, and really truly be part of this and you know, meeting these people, being accepted and, and getting to spend some time with them is is precious. And I suggest that anyone who's coming here make these connections, talk to these people. You know, they, they've they've always welcomed us with arms wide open. And yeah, there's some pretty predictable patterns. You can find them at the Cock Tavern or the Atlas. We talk about those type of venues and, and I think that's another part of this trip is just Getting to enjoy those places, getting to enjoy those moments, getting just yeah. to have a conversation that starts on football and meanders into life, and then find this find its way back to football again is what the the, the best part of any type of experience is. Then nine hours later, after you know a couple of late beers, if you'll believe it, and uh, <laughs> and uh, an early wake up call, Brandon, we go to Palace away, our first away match as a pod. Uh, I think our all of our first away matches, period, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Pulse Away, this was something we wanted to do for a really long time, and uh, we made it happen. Uh, let's hear a little bit of your perspective on Palace Away. It only took two and a half years just to build up the courage to venture out of Stamford Bridge. Selworth Park. <laughs> you know, it, look, we took the train to South London. Uh, with it was It was a good trip. Like, it was fairly easy to get there. Uh, you get off the street, it's, I mean, it's a cool little neighborhood right outside. I mean, a lot of coffee shops, uh, some, some pubs. We actually found a, a craft brewery place. Craft beer cabin. It was, it was great. It's excellent. Yeah. Um, anyways, we, we get then to the stadium, also tucked into a neighborhood. It is exactly like you would think, kind of like an old world football stadium is. A lot of brick. Um, Gary Hayes was not lying when it, he said it was like going back in time. Uh, yeah. It certainly it's was. true. I mean, you, like things are sloped because you know the the stone steps are so worn down. Uh, but you get into it, and you know we had great seats in the sense that we were had we were very close to the field. Uh, it was pretty cool. We were also like one section away from the away fans, the Chelsea away fans. So we got to uh, take in the good and the bad that happened that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and everything was great until halftime came, and we had to use the restroom. And wow. Talk about medieval. Was, it got dark. It, well, it, there's a there's a smell that you can't replicate. So we're gonna we're gonna pause that there because yeah. I don't think anyone else wants no. to go deep on the idea of restroom behavior from no. this podcast and no. move on. No, we're we're gonna move on. Uh, Corridors quite tight. It's yeah. just yeah. Uh, it's a very tight ground. I mean, you know, you talk about. The, the, the stands being right over the field. Yeah. Uh, and we actually had a little insight from Ruben. We sat down with him because we were talking how we went to Palace. And he's like, hey, man, he's like, there's a couple matches last season when he's on loan there. He goes, it's electric in there. And I can see it. I mean, if you get those fans oh, going, yeah. uh, you know, all 20, you know, 20, 25,000, 
I can see it. Yeah, uh, but really that helps was... when you have a drum too. You know, you're just gonna bang <laughs> away on. No, uh, yeah, no, yeah, no offense to Ruben. Palace offered nothing in the game no. that we watched, so it was bad for their fans. They're a miserable we, team. We we did get a seeing goal of Conte score a goal, yeah. which is you know I feel like a a more uh, a more common thing week to week. Um, I, I do think we have to quickly touch on some of the fan behavior, the Chelsea away fan behavior. Um, some of the chants, um, especially uh, using the Y word and, and even the fake ironic shushing of the Y word, and also some of the chants directed at our friend Dan Levine are completely unacceptable. Uh, we've denounced them on Twitter, and we certainly uh, put out some of our, our recap thoughts after the match. Um, it's embarrassing, man. I mean, it's just truly embarrassing. And I hope the people who are uh, responsible for this kind of ridiculous behavior um, are are given a quick ultimatum to uh, to fix it or, or get out. Um, the club does not want it. The sponsors do not want it. The players do not want it. Other fans do not want it. Um, get with it or get out. That's your choice. Yeah, the people who do this clearly don't love Chelsea. When you think about the fact of what what is truly on the line, the club rep- reputation, the reputation of other supporters, the fact that sponsors are not going to want to be associated with a club that can't control a very vocal and tiny minority of idiots who just want to continue to push their agenda, agenda or to just be disruptive or enjoying the attention that they're getting and, and think it's funny. Um you know, we, we will continue to be a voice of denouncing such behavior and uh, hope that if you are someone who goes to the these away matches or goes to these home matches and hears it, uh, to continue to be someone who will, you know, either uh, vocally or through things like Kick It Out or the other elements, uh, letting the club know directly, the it's something they'll take very seriously when reported. So just don't see it and say, do nothing, like report this behavior so we can help eradicate it appropriately. That was something that, you know, we're skipping ahead to, to yesterday, but that was something Andy Saunders poignantly said when we were talking to him is he said that he can remember some of the stuff that happened with Paul Cannaville back in the day. Um, some of the bananas and, and the, you know, unmentionable words that were thrown at, at our own Chelsea player um, in the late seventies, early eighties. he said that he would, he didn't do anything and he will not be, um, so passive this time around, he's been incredibly vocal on Twitter and incredibly vocal in the stands. And um, so is Dan Levine. I think Dan Levine's done a great job of continuing to bang that drum. No pun intended with the Palace fans when, and their drum. But uh, it's something that, you know, unfortunately did take a bit of the spark away from the day for us. And um, there's no doubt in my mind this will be rectified over time. But it's something we had to quickly mention. Yeah, and the one thing, uh, one last thing to mention it is uh, someone you know we knew who was sitting in the away end. We were talking with after the match, and what said you know they they did the you know F Dan Levine chants, and one of the guys who's singing the chant turns to the other guy and asks like who who's who's Dan Levine like why are we even singing this? So you know there is some level of ignorance to that grouping, and I think it's to stay. Again, it's about education, it's about communication, and it's about reporting the behavior as early and as often as possible. And and I think the club's jumping on that and kind of what, what Dan was saying. I mean, you don't have to be a martyr. You don't have to confront people. There are ways, there are easier ways that the club at the bridge, you know, is asking you to report things via an app. And, you know, it's not easy to deal with this stuff. It's not easy to hear those chants. And, um, but I think that we have to realize that... 
if you support the club, support the club. And you're not supporting the club or the players by choosing to sing that seven, eight, ten times. You know, use that energy to to come up with some new songs for 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 the team. You know, support them. Don't drag us down. And uh, Nick, you're right. It's not good enough. You're not welcome. And it's got to stop. All right. Well, moving on to the next day. It was New Year's Eve in London. Uh, boy, oh boy, if you want to know what we got up to, uh, besides dinner and karaoke, which was a blast with all of you who were there, uh, you got to come on the trip to experience it. That's just how it works. Uh, but the next day, New Year's Day, we are a bit slow in the morning getting out to the day. Slow is what we're calling it now. Yeah, it took us a little bit longer to get out of the, the hotel than normal. Uh, but we ended up going to the Natural History Museum, saw some absolutely amazing things, uh, beautiful building, uh, and, and then, you know... Highly recommend it if, if you're into uh, that kind of uh, that kind of thing. It's a, it's a beautiful building, and there's plenty... Uh, there's hours and hours and days worth of stuff in there. Uh, we also uh, recorded a mid-season review. That's right. That was... That was that happened. Um, <laughs> you want to so, talk about a slow start? Uh. Yeah. So DPZ joined us for that one. Uh, that came out yesterday uh, or earlier this week. So if you're listening to this pod and, and missed that, definitely go back and jump. Uh, you know, talked about the you know pretty much all of the regular players in the team. You know, your defenders, yeah. your midfielders, your attackers. Even talked about Maurizio. Uh, it, it it was really good. And and again, a huge shout out to DPZ for uh, jumping on that. He he offered a ton of insight. It was great. Next, it was big big news. The next day, we woke up. Christian Pulisic is officially signed for Chelsea. USA. Oh USA. man. USA. Yeah. Make sure we finish that. But it, excitement, you know, and it's kind of fun because we're in London, right? Like it was breaking live with the news cycle there, it, you know, we're not fast asleep or, you know, midnight, whatever, you know, back in back in the States. We got to experience it live, Dan, and, and just, you know, we're all getting up and like, you know, tweeting links and images. I, on my personal Instagram post, put about 20 different Pulisic signs things on my story. And I was like, I was completely unapologetic. As you, uh, as you should be. As you should be, Brandon. This was this is a big deal, you know, for American Chelsea supporters who exist now. There's a big deal for new American Chelsea supporters that will be brought into the fold uh, because you know of of Pulisic. I mean, it, it was a really cool day to be an American at at Stamford Bridge, and uh, you know, obviously he's on loan back to Dortmund for the rest of the season. We wish him Makes luck. Makes sense. Yep. Smart move. It oh, is. For sure. um, but certainly look forward to seeing him in the in the summer tour and uh, into next year. You know, it's there's a lot of positive things being said, and I think there are a lot of people who are are looking into uh, into Dortmund uh, through the remainder of the season for sure. Yeah, there's, I think there's a lot of cautious optimism about yeah. Plissick and what he'll bring. I think it's very easy to write him off as a sponsorship signing in terms of the fact that he's. Uh, a Nike athlete or the fact that he's American. So this unlocks an American market. And I think some of those things are true and they are beneficial. And I think it's important to take those things into consideration. That's not why you go out and scout a player for multiple years to then bring them to your club. I think what we have to own now is the fact that as a Chelsea player, Christian Pulisic, much like people who are fans of Eden Hazard or fans of other players, when they were came to Chelsea as a supporter of an individual player or as a new American who supports the American men's team who wants to have a Premier League team is not going to have one through Chelsea. 
And instead of gatekeeping the Chelsea experience, because, you know, you, you came here, you come here for Chelsea, you don't come here for a player. Let's support the people who are coming here because they're excited about a player. Find a way to educate them, to connect them with local resources or local pubs, friends, the community that exists, and make sure that it's not about preventing them from having an engaging experience that helps them not just fall in love with getting a chance to see Pulisic play in the Premier League, but gets them to fall in love with Chelsea the right way. That is something that we can all do a great job of encouraging and not put up these artificial barriers because we want to maintain or protect us our way. One of those people who, you know, we had the pleasure of being educated by, Rick Glanville, um, again, we mentioned this earlier, did his own, you know, his first ever Chelsea history tour. Uh, if you're a new fan coming to the bridge, maybe look Rick up. Um, he's a wealth of knowledge. He'll, he'll be happy to sit down and, you know, most likely have a, a drink with you at one of the fine establishments around the bridge. Uh, but if you want to talk about someone who's a wealth of knowledge and, and, and just a really great personality around the club, uh, Rick is the man. We were lucky enough to do that tour with him, Brandon, and we learned uh, a bunch of new things that his his most recent research has, has turned out. Look, he's the official club historian. He's definitely got the all the knowledge in the world. It was fun kind of hearing this the first time he talked about a lot of stuff he just learned and realized. And it was, we know Rick. We've known him for a while. Like, unsurprisingly, was fantastic. Uh, and it was a great buildup into the match. I mean, Mike, we, again, you know, matches are coming thick and fast this week. Uh, this was our first home match for this with this group. Uh, so, you know, we, we met up with him. We did that. Talked to Dan Levine a little bit. And then back off to the pub again. That that was a common theme throughout the trip. We spent a lot of time in the pub. Back to the pub. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a big history buff. And I think, to Rick brought the history alive. And to be in those places and to hear those stories and to know that, you know, we were joking with him at, like, how do you become a Chelsea, official Chelsea historian, you know? And, and, and what he told us was that he's like, you know what, you put all that history aside and you go do the research all over again. And, and this is kind of what he was doing. And he was unearthing new facts and finding new things. And to be part of that and to, to hear it through hear it through his voice and kind of see it through our own eyes of as where the club started and how it transitioned um very close to being the highlight of the trip for me you know um and he's just the man he is he is i I wish we could have captured it for everyone else because it's it's the most fantastic thing you're gonna have to come here and see it yourself but exactly exactly yeah Yeah. obviously we've got the hookup you just come in we'll we'll get it all set up um, and it was a little bit bittersweet that night. So we went out to dinner with some friends, you know, after the pub. There's a lot of hugs, goodbye, you know. Our group left Thursday, so mm-hmm. we had a lot of... You're just skipping over the Southampton match, right? I thought we already had said that we were planning on that. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> um, it was awful. not great. No, no. The the pyrotechnic walk onto the pitch was great. Great. Loved the liquidator. Yeah. Yeah. 90 minutes later, back to the pub. You know, what I what I can say is, is the highlight of the match, I think, is having those people who came with us that, you know, there's, there's moments where you walk into your stadium for the first time mm-hmm. and, and, and to see those looks on their eyes. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I know the result was poor, 
but for us to be able to be there and to create that for them and create that memory with them, I think that that's something special. And, and you know, it's part of why we do what we do. We'll, we'll post our, our photo from the end of that match. It's a group of, you know, 30 plus people. And it's impressive, man. And there are a lot of smiles, even though the result was a, a frown. You know, and that's, again, like you said, it's a big part of it. We have also seen one of the worst losses in Chelsea's history, the lost to Tottenham last season. So, look, we know that when you go, it's not guaranteed. Even though we tried to pick some of the weakest teams in the league. Uh, but anyways, yep. So, 0-0 draws, how that ended. Back to the pub. A lot of goodbyes that night, which, you know, again, bittersweet. Always hard. Um, but, you know, we had to pop up bright and early the next morning. Dan, we had a massive, massive day in front of us. Cobham. 12 p.m. Allie Riley interview, phenomenal. Meeting up with Lee Parker, exceptional. Yep. Talking to Ruben Loftus Cheek for about a solid 30. Brilliant. I mean, hard to have a better day when you get to get a chance to go to the club's training ground, get a chance to soak up a little bit of that Chelsea ethos, that Chelsea atmosphere over at Cobham was really exceptional. And the players we talked to were great, getting to. Spent some time with our friendly Parker again was phenomenal, and he's always just exceptionally wonderful and making time for you and having a wonderful conversation. And it was great, and it brought us to uh, brought us back to one of our favorite spots afterwards because uh, we were pretty pretty hungry yeah, after that, that that day. So when we, you know, first of all, <laughs> we just have to say thanks to the club uh, for allowing us to massive thanks. This is that. like going to the match is a, a huge win. Okay, going to the training ground and talking to current players is beyond anyone's wildest dream. Certainly, you know, I think that's, you know, we've said this before, we'll say it again. It was certainly a goal we had when we started this thing almost five years ago now. But to do it repeatedly, to be able to talk to Cesar Spilicueta on the phone and uh, Joe Cole in person and uh, David Louise William, Ruben, Ali, it's been outrageous and so we you know there, there are a few people at the club to uh that, that we're giving a wink to we really appreciate the the time and the coordination especially during the holiday season where it gets crazy with all the fixtures uh this this is an amazing day for us it was an exhausting day uh, but it was certainly amazing ruben from a personality standpoint can't imagine a more likable dude uh, so much fun so engaging, really, really made the atmosphere in the interview fun and and lively. Ali is super impressive. Um, has a bunch of her own stuff going on. Has a, I think a vision for where she wants the women's game to go. Uh, you know, couldn't have been cooler. Um, an amazing day. And then we cap that thing off, Mike. Indian food, Lily Tandoori, just keep it coming. Yeah, yeah. We we walked in there and we said just. Bring us the best food that you have. The owner's incredible. Course after course. Yeah. yeah. Fulham fan. Brilliant gentleman. Yeah. But uh yeah, just it was it was an amazing kind of cap to that day. Um next day, go to Oxford, uh, hang out for a little bit in a place that I, I called home for a summer. Uh Dan uh had a, a couple of first timers uh and you know, seeing the sights and uh Morgan doing a little bit of sketching, Brandon, which was cool and 
Uh, just uh, good to get out of London for a little bit, even though it was cold as uh, all get out. Yeah, even from Minneapolis, it was a cold, cold day out. Uh, Oxford is very cool. Uh, you know, you get to see the a lot of the, the scenes from where Harry Potter was filmed um, without, like, the overly touristy stuff, you know, like the Broadway shows and the actual museum and whatnot, or even the what a platform whatever in three quarters, you know, that is tangible. Nine and three quarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. <laughs> I knew someone here had it, uh, but you know it, it was it was a really cool time and to you know see Nick's uh, summer school alma mater. That That's was right. that was brilliant. Graduate. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate you walking me through your uh, drunken pub, pub crawl extravaganza. It was a marathon. I would never participate in such an activity. <laughs> no, I, I apologize. I, I shouldn't slander your name in, in such. <laughs> but I will say uh, the the place you did take us for lunch, the Turf Tavern, was. Quite exceptional, and we all Outrageous. walked away thinking exquisite. Might have been one of the best meals in the entire trip. Yeah. It was up there, uh, and then you know, once we got back into town, uh, all we're just gonna say is a, is a huge shout to Jason, uh, our friend. Uh, I mean, to be fair, it was Noah and Zoe doing the hosting, but Jason was there, yeah. <laughs> um, and we had an absolute blast with them. And I, and I think this is just another example of a new friendship, right? He reached out to us, was like, "Hey, I'm in London. Would love to host you guys." We had never met with him before, had never really interacted on social media, sat down with an you know, American over here, had a brilliant conversation about a wide range of things. It was really cool hearing like his take on being American, living in London, and kind of the role in football in his family's life, and personally and professionally, and, and just all around, just a really, really cool time for us to sit down and chat with him. So again, uh, Jason, thank you, you know, yes, for, thank for you so much. offering that invitation. Uh, now... Another match day. Back at it again. This is our third match of the trip. We extended hours. A lot of uh, our friends either came early to go to Watford or maybe some different things. Uh, we ended up extending hours to our first FA Cup match, Nick. Uh, first 3 p.m. kickoff. That six, as well. Our, our first, our, it's our sixth match here since we've all been going together. It's our first 3 p.m. kickoff. And... Uh, Dan Silves kind of gave us when he knew our plans. He was like, "Oh, 3 p.m. kickoff, it's going down." It's like, on. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Yes!" Like, so we had a good, you know, a brilliant brunch uh, with Clayton Beerman, who's one of our our good friends over here, just like the kindest dude in the whole world. Uh, got to talk to him a little bit about American sports and the fact that he's been to Boise to see yeah, the blue turf. Yeah. <laughs> Could not is, be lovelier. Yeah, which is weird. The uh, places some of you Brits have been in the States is mind-boggling. Yeah. But amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then and then we got to do our one of our favorite things, which is stop by the stall, see Marco, um, Gate 17. Dave Johnson. Publishing and get our CFC UK. Yep. Only a pound. Only a pound. Every, yep. Um, and then Nailed it. on to the Cock Tavern. You know it. It had to be done. Cock Tavern, beer, sausage rolls, what else could you want? For what I can say is legitimately one of my favorite pre-matches that we've done uh, since we've been coming. Andy Saunders, Chidge, Silves, Chris Axon, the whole crew, Clayton's there. Yannick was there. Everybody that, that came out to, to say what's up Brad. to us. Yep. Jason, um, it was just fantastic, and it's amazing when you can have a lot of your favorite people, not all of them, but a lot of your favorite people in, in one place uh, to take in the atmosphere. And uh, that little patio back there, man, has right. a small piece of my heart. I don't know why. It, well, it's special. I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, when we come over and we're, we're asking, hey, which we do pre-match, and she's like, hey, come with us and the boys. We're going to the Cock Tavern. And now, 
like we don't even think twice. Cock Tavern before, yeah. Atlas after. And it's just, you know, the tradition and, and that's exactly what happened. So, you know, we headed to Sanford Bridge, walked down, you know, Fulham Road is is closed. Uh the match day uh supporters out in full force. Uh Nottingham Force was the match. We you know, we talked about this in our match review, two nothing, so we didn't need to get into it. But just another brilliant, brilliant day out for us. Uh, and we're in the East Middle again. Uh, great seats, which, I mean, that's a big part of it too. And when XL Tours can can make sure that we're, we're taken care of with good seats, is it's important. It really is. Uh, and then, like we said, back to the Atlas Dan, where we even more people that we hadn't been able to catch up to, we've gotten to hang out with, again, just overall special place for us yeah you know it's a good reminder for us too to publish that type of stuff on social media we, we try to every time do a better and better job of letting people know where we're at and where we're going to be because you know it's not easy we know that we're only over here for a short you know for what we think is a long period of time because we're you know all four of us are taking time off work and you know putting other things and other commitments to the the side to do this and you know this is our our hobby it's our way to find a common group of people that we can talk to chelsea about for 60 minutes after what could be an awful match uh that way our significant others don't have to listen to us vent about our frustrations with spanish strikers or misplaced crosses and you know we kind of get that you know bat signal up in the air we get a chance to bring people together it it just replicates what we do on a weekly basis in person in life and i think that's where you know being able to kind of go out to a pub even if you're not at Sanford Bridge, if you're not in London, if you're, you know, in a small town in the Midwest and you can bring together three or four people to watch that match with you, just creates that camaraderie and that experience that really is is truly hard to replicate and is one of the benefits of being able to come over and see a game at Sanford Bridge is what you get to do in the hours before the match and the hours after the match. Yeah. yeah. F- f- football is a, it's a team sport and it, it's not meant to be watched alone if you can help it. Um I think for me, one of the highlights of the trip is to meet these people that we interact with all the time, but to have them genuinely be amazing people in real life. You know, sometimes there's a lot of people that we deal with and to get a chance to hang out with all of them, share a little bit of something and strengthen those relationships. It's, it's priceless to me. Um, it's something that you'll never forget. I mean, uh, Getting to meet Andy was amazing for me. It's the first Chelsea podcast that I, I've been listening to it for a long time, um, and then be able to yeah, be standing between Andy and Chidge. Like, come on, Godfathers. Yeah, yeah. they're really does it, good. Does it get better than that? You know, again, uh, we had just reached out to Andy recently. Amazingly gracious with his time. Uh, we are uh, fully behind what he's doing on Twitter. I mean, he talk about taking a confrontation head on, uh, and he was brilliant in person again we thanked him so much and he's confused why are you thanking me we're like no no no. this means a lot to us you know but again they don't look at it as that they just look at it as oh more chelsea fans like let's continue to grow it in, in such a great way um so again fantastic night and, and day and everything involved uh but hey we had a quick turnaround so sunday uh, our last day in london uh, we had a big one. So Morgan and I actually left early, went to the British Museum, saw some amazing, amazing uh, historical artifacts there. Uh, and then we met up with you lot 
at uh, King's Meadow. What did you guys do before we went to the stadium? We haven't really chatted about this yet. You had a coffee. We got some sleep for once. Yeah, we, yeah, we slept in. Uh, we had a, a relaxed day. I mean, the thing about these trips is we we go 90 miles an hour for, you know, in this case, nine days. Maximize right? it when you're here. Yeah, right. And, and, and we certainly did. I think we certainly got our, our money's worth out of this one. Um, and it was just a, a really great kind of early um, earlier match than, than it could have been. And, uh, you know, we did our women's match review, so go listen to that. But but super pumped that we were able to make the schedule work and, and fit that one in this time because it's been been a challenge, too, uh, at times. And, and, man, just very impressed with the whole women's program. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was amazing to get to meet Allie and then to get to see her play. She's an inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, and as an American, it's, it's, it's really special to us. I, I think it kind of goes with, with the... Pulisic thing for me, we shouldn't be ashamed about being happy about this is exactly how everyone else feels when they see a young lad come through the academy. One of their own. He's one of our own, you know, and I think she's one of our own too. So, you know, yeah, I'm I'm lost at words for how awesome this has been because you I can't replicate this. You can't you can't do this and to be here and be part of it and yeah. I don't know, Dan. Yeah, it's been a wonderful trip. They they always tend to be. You know, we think we'll get a little, uh, you know, tight in the chest and a little, you know, misty in the eye as we kind of say goodbye to one another tomorrow and go on our separate ways back to our home cities and kind of continue doing this from from afar. And you know, I think the we always enjoy the podcast that we get to do in person with one another uh, the most because there's a kind of a special magic or chemistry in the air the ability to look across at nick and you know make faces while he's trying to be serious and, and make sure that he'll bust up maybe laughing a little bit maybe not um you, you just can't really do that uh, you know over the internet the same way so you know, i think we are very much looking forward to the next time the four of us will be together in the same space to uh you know get to tell more stories like this uh you know, over the years to come hopefully that's in boston yeah. uh and yeah sometime late the latest yeah yeah um, yeah, I, I just would, you know, again, like to say thank you to everyone who, who made this special. I know um, for for us, this is a this is a thing that we, you know, we've been very lucky to do, you know, four times in about two years, and I, I'm I'm so pumped. This is the thing I look forward to the most out of my year because it's special, and we've just had such a good run of it so far. Um, with with more to come and some bigger plans and. Um, let us know how we're doing. Obviously, our listeners out there, we, we try and do a survey after the end of each year, but uh, if you have feedback for us that is legitimate and not just taking the piss out of me, um, you can do that on my own handle. Um, then we, <laughs> then we, then we want to hear it, and we want to continue to keep building this thing because uh, we're almost five years in now, uh, and, and I don't think it's, uh, it's a coincidence that, that we keep growing and building. So um, to everyone who, who made it special while we're here, Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, well, again, it was a fast-moving, beautiful trip that has become something that we all dream about doing throughout the year. Uh, We're building relationships with the club, our friends across the pond, and new trip-goers from the States is something we truly cherish. So uh, now we head back to the U.S., refreshed and full of energy. Uh, Speak for yourself. After a few naps and probably a lot of coffee. I had a care about while we were here. Did you guys know that? Yep. No. And then we'll be ready to kick off 
or I guess we're going to keep kicking it off in 2019. Yeah, I mean, how much more content do you guys want? Four episodes this week? <laughs> uh, no, we're really going to continue to just drive forward in 2019. Uh, honestly, the Pulisic news for us, we are so excited. It is really something that, look, you guys, just as much as us, should look at as the gateway to the American market. The best thing that could happen for us is we get uh, 50 million, 60, 70 million more fans across the U.S. supporting Chelsea. That's only going to make it that much better for us week in, week out, at the pubs, on social media, enjoying it with new friends. Red, white, and blues. Uh, for, for those who see some new faces at the pubs, you know, just as we said to, to our, our British friends, as you know, those who come over and make their pilgrimage, you have to do your best to, you know, educate these new fans, tell them a little bit about the history, teach them the songs. Don't be a curmudgeon. Don't don't think you're some elitist because you've been following the team for six to ten years. Bring them into the fold, welcome them, you know, yeah. and, and you know, if they build a community. Right. If they exactly. miss up a chant one time, it's not the end of the world. Figure it out. Um, we all started somewhere, right? Yeah. That's brilliant. So, anyways, uh, thank you again to everyone that has been mentioned throughout this episode. Uh, this none of this would be possible without them. Uh, the memories and experiences wouldn't be possible without them. So, uh, a huge, huge thanks, and to all of you listeners that haven't been able to go, uh, let's find a way to get you on the next trip that we do it. Because all we want to do is provide a way for more and more fans to experience Chelsea in person, live at Stamford Bridge, and we promise we won't take you back to to Selhurst Park. <laughs> Uh, I only kid Uh, but anyways uh, a heartfelt sincere thank you uh, but I'm not going to ramble on anymore Uh, we all just want to say you guys are without a doubt the best listener community so until next time Chelsea fans you know what to do thank you thank you keep the blue flag flying high (laughs) 